No my Heidi Mike, Tene Hortaka, welcome to the panel on RNZ National Wallace Chapman with you. Stay with your GP for many years and your life expectancy will increase. Why would that be? That just after 4 pm today. Also, today a new survey on attitudes to animal testing, how we feel about it. And a new report shows around 40% of parents do not have their children enrolled in a learn to swim class in a country where our drowning stats are a national tragedy, according to the Water Safety NZ here. We discussed that on the programme today. Plus, one man realises a dream. His souped-up Mazda is going global. Uh, It's to be made into a Hot Wheels car. And our question of the day today is this. Do you talk to strangers? When was the last time you struck up a convo with a random stranger on a park bench, on the plane? And what did you find out? I'd love to know. 2101 is the number to text. You can email me, the panel at rnz.co.nz. Oh, and by the way, the song Whisperer. Uh, we give you the lyrics and you give us the song. Here are the, here are the lyrics. You don't have to be beautiful to turn me on. Now, who would write a long line like that? Text me, 2101. With me today... Noanthi Samarakone, founder and director of ICE, working with young people to, to grow their careers, also a former National Party candidate. Noanthi, kia ora. Good to have you here. Kia ora, Wallace. Thank you. And uh, Jack Yan, a publisher in our Wellington studio. Kia ora, Jack. How are you? Kia ora, Wallace. And Tana Kōrua. Nice to have you both on, Noanthi and Jack, and nice to have you, uh, listeners, as always. Now, every town has their Christmas house. For Auckland, Franklin Road, it's always a treat to go out and view the dancing lights and waving Santas that members of the community decorate their houses with. But one house in Australia, well, it's gone above and beyond. $97,000 on their light display, Hundreds of people come every night to view it, and it really is the most incredible Christmas display I have ever seen. But now they are facing an $800 per day fine after a complaint. To tell us more, the man himself, Jamie Lehman. Welcome to New Zealand Rodeo, Jamie. Welcome to the panel. Hi, mate. Glad to be here. How are you? Oh, we're all very well. Even better for seeing your house. It's just unbelievable. I mean, I I thought I'd seen Christmas decorations, Jamie, but then I saw yours. It's just incredible. Oh, I appreciate that. That's what we do it for, mate. We do it for the community, for everyone to enjoy. But not everybody enjoys it. You've got a complainer, Jamie. What's the issue? That's correct. So we've had a few complaints over a few years, and it always tends to be the same person okay. in relation to access on our footpath. So in Brisbane, we actually have what's called a festive footpaths program. Yes. Which allows us to decorate the footpath, which in all of Queensland, as far as I know, it's not any other state. I can't speak for them. But we're the only actual state that can decorate the footpath. It's just amazing. Now, um, I understand you had quite an issue with the council. Tell us about that. Have you sorted it out? Yes, so that has now been officially sorted out as of a couple of days ago. Um, we're trying to keep it under the wraps. So 
we could sit there and break it, break news once we've completed the um, display because we haven't completely finished it as yet. We're about 50% done. So council came out after they received this complaint in relation to us decorating the footpath and in the complaint he's always not leaving enough access for people to actually walk through the display. Yeah, got it. Okay, so we're, it's a solution. Where This is a positive story you've had, a uh, because this story, Noanthe, it's gone global, hasn't it? And, I mean, you've seen, Noanthe, you've seen, you've seen the pictures. I mean, unreal. who could complain about this house of joy? I know, Jamie. They're just, the, the photos are just glorious. I think, you know, what you're doing is incredible, and I, we're very sorry to hear about this complaining because we don't seem to have that problem here, do we, Wallace? Um, and we don't seem to have that restriction either, that particular council issue. Oh, wow. But, Jamie, keen to know, what was your inspiration for all of this? What, what got you going? Oh, so has always wanted to decorate Christmas while I was growing up, but obviously it was never in the budget to do it on the largest scale of things. So my mum went into heart failure back in 2021. So that was the first year of us actually starting the Christmas lights. Wow. And... Yeah, basically it was an idea of bringing some joy to her in case things didn't get better and bringing joy to everybody else. And it's just taken off since then. The display's getting bigger and bigger. Uh, Mum's fully recovered, so now it's just smashing it out for the community. <laughs> Amazing. Jack, what about you in, oh, uh, in Wellington? There I are a few house yeah. Christmas houses there. Well, it's Diwali as well. So we've got of one course, house at the yeah. bottom of the street with incredible Diwali lights, and there's one up on Redwood, which doesn't quite compare to Jamie's effort, but they do a <laughs> cracking job. And we love it. You know, who, who could complain? Jamie, I looked at the videos as well, mate, and there, what you're doing is astounding. And just seems council's been shifting the goalposts each time. So it sounds like they've come to their senses. Maybe have you pointed out, hey, guys, you're contradicting yourselves, and they've come to their senses. Yeah, well, that's exactly what we did. So basically, when they first came out, we didn't see eye to eye. So obviously, the first uh-huh. year we ever had a complaint was last year mm-hmm. um, in relation to the same thing. And last year, the council worker that came out turned around and stipulated that the walkway we initially installed was only 1.1 metres, whereas they need to be a minimum of 1.2 here in Brisbane. Right. Yeah. Um, so this year I went above and beyond and made a 1.3 metre walkway. Sounds reasonable and then, to me. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. People have got to get through. <laughs> and then he he basically came out and we tried negotiating on site while I was here. It just wasn't going anywhere. It was basically his way or the highway. Right, okay. Um, and that's where I had enough. I was over it because it does take a long time to set it all up. Mm. Getting the same complaint a couple of years in a row kind of throws you under the bus a little. Yeah. I'm just I'm just thinking, Jamie. Just on another point of view. I mean, your your house. I mean, nearly a hundred thousand dollars on lights. Some might say, isn't it a little bit over the top? I mean, after all, it's just Christmas. Can't you just put a deer in a little Santa? <laughs> You know, you pop it in the front yard, and that's enough for kids. You don't have to go all out like you. It's a bit, it's a bit weird. The length to to which you are going to, it's pretty strange, isn't it? No, it's a pretty big, or used to be a pretty big thing over here. So a lot of people do decorate their houses on the yeah. larger scale of things, like the 
Kismas light competition, the winner was over at Burpengary, and his okay. display is, is as big as mine. <laughs> Um, and same as Lucy Driving's Landing, that display was also incredibly big, and that's it. So the joy it brings when it is on the larger side of things. Hats off to level. you, Jamie. Hats off to you. <laughs> All my guests are in agreement here. No, Anthony's Absolutely. nodding her head, and Jack as well. Uh, myself, Jamie, I just couldn't be bothered. Um, <laughs> so sorry Mate, about that. And, that, and that, that's perfectly fine. I say to everybody because we do get a, cu- a couple of comments that do sit there and say, "I felt proud of picking up a single strand of string lights," and that's what I say to everyone. Doesn't doesn't matter how big a scale it is. Something is better than nothing. Oh, so good on you, Jamie. Yeah, something's better than nothing. Hey, you're a star. Exactly. I appreciate you being on New Zealand Radio, the panel. Very the best, good. Mate. Yeah, there you go. You're like me to Anthony. Eh? I can tell you just couldn't give a stuff. You no, would, not to nothing, that right? scale. Not to that scale. I mean, yeah, it's. No, I do a little bit, Wallace, but not not right, that. Such as a wreath, and I do oh, have a reindeer actually. How lame. Which you, you which you'd actually love. It's a piece of art, but it's quite cool. It, it lights up as well. A, a wreath. Good on you. And a Christmas tree. Oh yeah. Okay. Fair. Um, wonderful stuff. I'm loving the random conversations. Um, uh, I struck up a conversation with a chap carrying what I thought was a tennis bag, but in fact it was a squash racket. He was off to compete in Calgary. Wow. wow. All right, and um, a lot of um, uh, people coming through on huge response on the song Whisperer. What, um, uh, so you guess the song, you don't have to be beautiful to turn me on. And someone says, is it One Direction? Uh, no, no, it's not. Keep that coming. Okay, time for I've Been Thinking, where they reach into the heart and give us what they've been thinking about all week. Noanthi. You start. Thanks, Wallace. So for me, it's actually been about the aged care sector, and I've been reflecting on who will pay to care for us when we grow old and then even older. And one of the things that keeps coming to my mind is not just the costs and the challenges within our New Zealand health system, but actually around the models of care and the type of care as we get older. Retirement home. Well, is it just a retirement home, Wallace, or is it residential that you could be at home and have home care? Is it, you know, an MRI if you're, you know, if you want to be linked to the iwi and continue to be? Um, the types of models of care mm. and the types of care that goes with it. And do we have the infrastructure for it? Probably not. But I guess it's just something that I've been reflecting on yeah. and thinking about as another year sort of finishes up and starts again. And isn't that a conversation that we all have? Oh, my goodness me. Dad is 85. What are we going to do? Mm. He doesn't want to move. Mm. We've got to have that conversation very soon. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And the cost of that as well that's associated with the move. So just something I've been thinking about. Good on you, Noanthi. Very good. We might actually return to that topic uh, later in this week. Okay, uh, Jack Yan, I've been thinking. Well, I've been thinking about the size of cars. You know, they get bigger each generation. The BMW 3 Series is now bigger than the 7 Series of the 1970s. The Hyundai Ioniq 5 is almost two metres wide, and I've just read the Polestar 4, which is no rear window, is over two metres long. 
uh, it was sorry, two metres wide. So I'd love to see someone take one of those down Devon Street from Vic Uni, because you probably couldn't. You'd probably scrape both sides of it. Now, Polestar does a lot of its design in Sweden, and you just wonder if their designers even get outside, because there are streets in Stockholm and Göteborg where you do not want to take a two metre wide car. Huh. Now, we don't need more SUVs either. So apart from decent public transport, I've been thinking that what's really needed and what some get really rich off is a cheap, small electric car. Now, Citroën have released one in India. They've just released a similar model in Europe. Here, there's the Aura Haumau that's come out. Bid's got one called the Dolphin. Don't know if it's coming to Aotearoa. Volkswagen says it'll do one. Boy, do we need them. Um, Mm. Most of us don't need the bulk of crossovers and SUVs. We just need something to get around in the chances that we're not taking public transport. Well, they're not cars anymore, are they, Jack? They're trucks. Yeah, <laughs> that tr- what's, what's, what's with the, the, the I, I, I saw, I don't anything, I saw a large SUV pictured alongside a Sherman tank from World War Two. <laughs> they're the, 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 the same <laughs> size. Same size, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well, there's the, there's the Alfa Romeo Tonale, which is a compact SUV. It's the same size as the uh, Renault Espace. And that I was have big to in admit, day. I have to admit though, Jack, I mean, mm. I like the size of an SUV. I, I think it, you can put a lot of things in, including your own removals sometimes. And safety. And but safety. how often are you driving it alone? And well, it's just you and the big SUV. It's either me or just me and the dog. <laughs> but yes, and I've got a large dog, and yeah. he doesn't fit a lot of cars. <laughs> so you're, you're sticking up for the, the large I SUV. I am. I mean, a friend of mine dubbed when I first got my SUV a few years ago. They said, God, it looks like a soccer mum's car. And I went there. And I remember oh, thinking, oh gosh, <laughs> is yeah. that a good thing? Imagine all the energy it uses to propel <laughs> Great it. topics both. <laughs> yes. uh, Mark and Napier says, as my job as an arborist in Hawke's Bay, I like talking to random strangers. Even when I'm not at work, I just like people. The panel, RNZ National.